Live from Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois, this is the pre-proposal show for dating couples designed to make engagement ring shopping easy, understandable, and fun. This is the CarterCast. The star of the show is Jack Lewis Jewelers CEO, John Carter, and I'm your host, Joshua Scholl. We love diamonds around here, but we also realize that, for various reasons, not everyone wants a diamond in their engagement ring. Maybe you are that person, and that's perfectly fine, but... If you're going to go with an alternative gemstone, there are some that we strongly suggest you skip. If you don't, you're going to have a bad time. In this episode, we run down the top three gemstones to avoid if you don't want a diamond. Let's do it. This is the Carter Cast, the pre-proposal show for dating couples designed to make engagement ring shopping easy, understandable, and fun. I'm Josh, and this is CGA GG, current president of the AGS, and Jacqueline Jeweler CEO, John Carter. Hey, buddy. Welcome back again to your show. Thank you. Uh, today, today, it's a big episode. It's a fun, one of our favorite topics today. Yes. We are going to talk about gemstones to avoid and gemstones to choose mm. if you don't want a diamond. Yes. It's a popular topic, I would assume. Some people don't want diamonds. We'll yep. talk about that. Yep. What should they do? What should they not do if they don't? Okay. But first, let's pop the question. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, on which part of the body yeah. would you most commonly see a piece of jewelry known as a torque? A, the neck. B, the wrist. Or C, the belly button. I'm just glad you didn't like ask me about a cod piece. Or anything like that. <laughs> well, a torque? Yeah. Well, let's go. Did, let's did, go. Let's go. I'm did, gonna go. I'm gonna go navel ring. Did, did I legit button. stump you? Yeah. That, <laughs> that's very stumpy. I I thought you would know this. You know, this is I, our show, and we is. have pre-show communication. You could tell me these things before we have the show. Well, what would be the fun in that? Oh, that's true. That would be less entertaining for the people. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the belly button. Uh. But that's a pure guess. So if it's right, it's an accident. That's incorrect. Yeah. That's wrong. I don't know. Oh, is it like you, a it's, thing? It's, yeah, it's the, the it's thing. The M, yeah. yeah, it's okay. called a torque. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. All right. Wow. What All an right. embarrassing I'm showing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, that was not planned to go that way. I thought he would know that. No. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of let down. Last week, you asked me about the bottom of a diamond. I did. That was, was easier. Way easier. I thought you knew all things jewelry. No. Clearly, no. I over. No, I very specifically said last time that I don't. <laughs> I, I apologize for giving you more credit than No, that's okay. Actually, deserve. I would prefer for your questions to be harder because I like to learn things. Well, that we all learned together that the neck jewelry is, yeah. is called a torque. I feel like most people out there didn't know that except for my jewelry industry friends that are going to see this and probably laugh at me. Yeah. That they're they're going to act like they knew, but they didn't. I can think of at least five people that didn't know it. You know who you are. <laughs> and you're one of them. So we will move on <laughs> now to... Now it's six. <laughs> now it's six. Uh, all right. Gemstones choose if you don't want a diamond. Um, yeah. Let me start with, in your experience, yep. why don't couples want a diamond? What's some of some common things that you hear? Uh, it might be that somebody really wants to do something different. You know, they, they might want to buck tradition. They, mm -hmm. might, uh, they might not want what their grandmother had or their, or their mom had. It's not, it, not any way to to disrespect tradition, but they want to create their own traditions. It's very mm. important to this generation, uh, mm -hmm. our generation, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, our generation, which is you're probably Generation X, right? You're on the cusp. I'm I'm what's considered an Xennial, Xennial. sometimes. I'm, I'm possibly the oldest living millennial. 
this explains so much. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I actually, I'm, I'm pure, obviously square in the middle of generation X, but you I always are. say that I have way more in common with millennials than I do with my own generation. So that's, that's exactly probably what, why we're such good friends. That's what a Gen Xer would say. Is it it's so Gen X of me? <laughs> I have so, so much Gen in common with those Utes. Josh, I'm trying to stay on topic here. And what you asked me was why people would not want to have a diamond. And, I and I think the most important thing is they want to start their own tradition and they might yeah. not just subscribe to what uh, society, whatever that means, has told them to do. Mm -hmm. And they might view having a diamond as being socially irresponsible. Now, that's something that we'll tackle probably yes. in, in future we episodes. I, I would think about some of the facts and some of the myths mm -hmm. surrounding that because mm -hmm. there are both. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, they walk in the store and they'll say, hey, I don't want a diamond. What are my other choices? Yeah. And how, how often does that happen? Do you get a customer that comes in the door and, and they, they are asking those questions about alternative gemstones to diamonds? Is, have you seen it more lately? Uh, no, it's probably less lately really? than it was. Yeah, than it was like four or five years ago. But um, why? What do you think explains that? Um, the diamond producers are working very hard to make sure that the carbon footprint of bring, bringing diamonds out of the ground is as little as possible. And yeah. I think that they've gotten pretty good at telling that message of, of the good that they do. Hmm. I also think that, that uh, the reality of it is, is that diamonds really do a lot of good in the communities that diamonds are mined in particular. Uh, and there, there are many of these countries where uh, diamonds are the main source of income and the main GDP for these for these countries. If mm -hmm. it wasn't for mining of diamonds, they might not have very much. And we, again, mm -hmm. it's future sure. future yep. conversation. Yep. So some of the things that were, oh, I don't want a diamond because it's socially irresponsible. Now I do want a diamond because it's socially responsible. Yeah. Right. So some of those things, have, the, the paradigm has maybe shifted a little bit. That's encouraging to see, actually. That you know, I mean, Yeah, when you consider like 10 you million people on the planet. Rely well, on diamonds for well for their livelihood in one way, shape, or form. But like you said, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. we'll devote full episodes yeah. to that specific topic. But you know, there like you said, there are some bad skeletons in the closet of the industry, and a lot of those things have been addressed to some extent. Yeah, and I think it's it's, it's encouraging. I think to, that you seem to be able to correlate that the trend might be swinging back towards people wanting diamonds. It, in, in conjunction with some of those steps being taken in a positive direction. That, that's, you know, well, I also think that too, like, let, let's face it, almost every diamond, almost every engagement conversation, of course, not the engagement of, I want to marry, I want to marry this person. Right? right. But the the conversation, once you've decided that now let's look at things, that conversation of what we should put on the finger starts online. Sure. And so a lot of times they'll go to the internet. Almost every time they'll go to the internet to, to begin that search. And then uh, I think a lot of there was a lot of misinformation, maybe more a decade ago than there is now about the practicality of other gemstones in, in yeah. the ring. And I think a lot of that has been uh, corrected. I think that most of the research that you can do nowadays in terms of researching a gemstone's hardness or its toughness uh, is much more specific and, and, and more correct. So I think people walk in the door maybe armed with a little bit of better information than they than they had in years past. Yeah. So. Most of what you have around here are, are diamonds. I would imagine most jewelry stores are the same. So if I'm a shopper who wants something other than a diamond, are my options going to be limited if I go into a jewelry store? Or do you and most jewelry stores have a good selection of these other alternative gemstones that you'd be able to help me out if I come in wanting something other than a diamond? I think most stores probably don't have a lot of loose colored gemstones, uh, but they'll have mounted gemstone jewelry. 
<laughs> that typically doesn't foot the bill though when somebody wants a colored stone engagement ring. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to have, um, you know, say an emerald ring with a cluster of diamonds around the, in the middle. They want something that looks bridal, yeah. but they don't want it to look like a colored stone fashion ring. Mm. And so you do need, it's a different, it's a really a different process. Yeah. If you walk over to the, to the diamond counter in most jewelry stores and say, you know, I, I love this vintage style engagement ring. I like this halo style. I like this contemporary style. Most colored stone fashion rings are, are a little more every, every day kind of right hand rings. Yeah. fashion looks different. If that, yeah. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So you actually, it's easier to start that, that uh, process in looking for a colored stone uh, engagement ring with a loose gem. And that's mm. probably where most stores are deficient. They don't have a lot of loose colored stones. Mm. Um, I, I do personally here because I, I really, you know, I've, as you know, I mean, it's, well, yeah, it's one of my passions. Yeah, so I love those things. I go, to, you know, I'd go to the Tucson Gem Show every mm. year, and I, I, I come back with some some various things that I think are good gemstone alternatives to, yeah. to an engagement ring. Okay. Not being if, if it's not going to be done. Right. All right. Let's get into this. So, uh, top three gemstones to avoid if you don't want a diamond. So if for whatever reason you don't want a diamond, do not, repeat, do not choose these instead, or you're going to have a bad time. So, uh, for reasons that we are about to learn. Uh, number three, quartz. So, what is quartz, and why should I avoid it as the center stone in my engagement ring? Quartz is the most abundant mineral on Earth. It's in almost everything. It's in countertops. It's in, you'll see, when you see glittering flecks in concrete that's usually quartz mm-hmm. um the gemstone variety of quartz there's there's a couple but there would be um, amethyst is the most well known which is also the birthstone okay. for february amethyst is a type of quartz it's a type of quartz okay. that's the purple quartz okay that you'll see uh and citrine would be another type of quartz then of course there's quartz really comes in just about every color okay uh you'll see yellow quartz you'll see green quartz you'll see versions of blue quartz a lot of times it's heat treated to turn it the color that you see um but when you're talking about these gemstones whether we're, we're talking about the ones that you want to avoid or the ones that you want to gravitate mm-hmm. to the first thing you want to do is you want to look at the hardness of the gemstone okay on Mohs hardness scale to take everybody back to Mohs? high school high school chemistry class i guess <laughs> Mohs hardness scale yeah uh good old mo it it's all based on uh a, a diamond is the hardest material on earth, right? A diamond is a 10 on Mohs hardness scale. Talcum powder, if I remember right, is a one, right? So the premise to the scale is something, the higher something is, the harder it is. And if a diamond is a 10, that means the only thing that could scratch a diamond would be another diamond. So go down one to a nine and anything that's in that nine range, a diamond could scratch itself and that. Yes. Thing in the nine could not scratch the ten. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So hardness is a terrific place to start. And it that's... doesn't tell you everything about a gem, but it does tell you whether okay. usually the practicality of wearing that gem on a day to day basis. Yeah, and and the 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 word you use there I think is important is the word scratch. Right. That that is kind of the the sign of of hardness. Yeah. How you would measure that? The ability to be scratched. Yeah. Which is different from I think some other things we'll talk about in a minute. Right. But the scratching of the gem on the outside of it is right because here's the reality of it. Right. When somebody comes in, they say, well, I really don't want a diamond. Mm-hmm. I want a amethyst. Right. The proper follow up question for any professional jeweler would be, 
okay, this is your engagement ring. Is this something you want to wear every day? Yes. And that's not all. I mean, generally, yes, you yeah. want to, but maybe somebody might maybe not, not yeah. wear it every day. Because the reality is, if you're going to wear it every day, mm-hmm. something in the hardness level of quartz, which I believe is like seven and a half, seven to seven and a half, somewhere in that range, mm-hmm. that's really not hard enough to wear every day. Sure. You're going to scratch it. And people yeah. will say, well, I'm not that hard on my jewelry. Living your life is hard on your jewelry. Trust me. If yeah. you have an office job and you put your hand into a filing cabinet and you grab the end of the filing cabinet, done. That's not a scratch. Mm-hmm. It just, that's, that's the way it's going to work. And so, or, you know, walking into work and you scratch against a brick wall, that'll, that'll scratch your gemstone. Yep. So you need to think about things like that. And that's one of the main reasons why quartz would not be a great gemstone choice. Okay. Number two. Yes. This one actually made me sad because I love the way this gemstone looks. Oh. Uh, but number two, emerald. Yeah. Emerald. The the Wizard of Oz can build a city out of it, but I need to avoid it yes. if I'm putting it in my engagement ring. So what, what is emerald and, and why should I avoid it? Here is the interesting thing about emerald. Yeah. Uh, emerald actually has relatively decent hardness. It's a seven mm. and a half to an eight. And I, I always say when you start to get into the eights, mm-hmm. gemstone's pretty decent choice to wear every day. Okay. Right? So it's a seven and a half to eight, but it's deceptive because another thing that you need to consider is toughness of the gem. Toughness. So hardness is the gem's resistance to scratches. Yes. The toughness is the gemstone's resistance to chipping, mm. breakage. Okay. And emeralds do not <laughs> possess very high toughness. I believe they're a fair for toughness. On a, I think it goes excellent, good, fair, and probably poor. Okay. And so it's on the lower scale of, of that toughness range. And so it's likely to chip. Yeah. So not as likely maybe to, to scratch, yeah. though it's still a relatively soft gemstone. Mm-hmm. Again, not anywhere near what a diamond would be in terms of everyday wear and durability. Yeah. Um, a beautiful stone. It's one of yeah. my favorite gemstones. Too. Right. I mean, it's the, again, it's the, sometimes people come in and they say, oh, well, she, uh, she was born in May. So I want to give her an emerald. That's mm-hmm. the birthstone for May or yep. amethyst. Like we just said, sure. for February. Uh, again, not a great everyday piece. Yeah. Do you find people are like let down by that when you have to tell them that the reason you should avoid these is because, wow, you're going to wear it every day and you're going to have to, yeah. it needs to be tough and hard and all that. Yeah, because it might be something that she's always dreamed of having in right. her engagement ring. And that is a tough conversation for us to have. And then I think sometimes, I think when I first started in this business, before I really kind of knew some of this stuff that we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think that people just thought I was just as you've said before, like a shill for the diamond industry. Right. Like I just wanted them to have a diamond. Well, right. I don't think it more or less, whether you buy a diamond or an emerald or, or, or whatever, but right. the, there's, there's beautiful symbolism behind a diamond, but there's beautiful symbolism behind an emerald as sure. well. Yeah. But it's my job as a store that's been here since 1927. And that stands behind everything that we sell that if I don't educate that customer properly and I put an emerald on that finger and she wears it every day and she works in her office job or, 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 or maybe even something that's even a little bit more strenuous, strenuous on her mm-hmm. jewelry. And that thing is constantly chipping or scratching. Right. That reflects badly on me. So right. this is why, by the way, that I feel like regardless of where somebody decides to shop, gemological accreditation is important. It's important yeah. for that store to know the difference of these things. There's no way somebody should walk through the store and understand that the right. use of, right. of an emerald is a seven and a right. half to an eight, right? That the toughness is poor or yeah. fair. I think it's fair, maybe. But right. still, either way, it's, it's risky. It's, it's risky. The toughness it's, is risky. The toughness, <laughs> the toughness is eh. Yeah. Well, and of, between the two, between hardness and toughness, I think I would yeah. rather have my stone scratched than chipped. 
I mean, maybe. Yeah. I, you know, I would. Yeah, maybe is right. <laughs> so because it depends where. Right. Uh, but typically, you know, sometimes chip. It sounds like you take a huge chunk out of the side. It's typically not. It's typically. But still, uh, it's typically something that comes out of the side. Yeah. And incidentally, diamonds can be chipped. Well, we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. A little bit of a tease. Uh, number one, though, the top gemstone to avoid in your engagement ring if you don't want a diamond. Opal. Yeah. Opal for sure. Uh, if you put uh, an opal in your engagement ring, you will experience regret. Yes. It's in, very in short order. Yeah. It's very soft. I don't even know off the top of my head what the what the hardness of opal would be. But it's it measured be, more in softness. Yeah. Softness. It's, it's quite <laughs> soft. It's, it's in the quite soft mode. Unless you do. Now, there are opal choices that would be excellent choices. Like a boulder opal is pretty is a pretty good choice because that's actually opal that's kind of backed by the host rock. Yeah. Thus, the term boulder opal, and they can be really beautiful. Opals That's, are really beautiful. They like, really they're so are. cool. Yeah. I, I would totally understand why someone would want yeah. an opal yeah. as an engagement ring, but and they're very, you know, the color is so diverse. Yeah, they can even have black opals from Australia. Some of the finest stuff comes from the Lightning Ridge area in Australia. Ethiopian opals can be really beautiful, and they look extremely different. Ethiopian mm. beautiful or opals are a little bit more yellow cast. Black opals are really super vibrant blues and reds. Um, yeah. And then boulder opals kind of look like that black opal with just a little bit of the host rock behind them. We've had some really pretty uh, boulder opals over the years. But again, you still really, it does not make a great everyday piece of jewelry. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, for an engagement ring. Again. For an engagement ring. And yeah. you put it, put it in a pendant, put it in a necklace. You can put it in a ring that, that too, kind of but you just have to understand, you have to, you have to understand that I, what you're wearing. Yeah. And, and treat your jewelry accordingly. Well, and you're much harder with your hands than you are. That's why I said you could put it in a necklace because you're not really going to be swing your neck around. Well, it's so much so, man, that it, you might hit something it, with it matters so much. The hardness difference between these gems is that, that, that uh, gemological bodies like GIA even teaches don't store your, your soft gemstones next to your diamonds because Just so, accident, something can huh. happen. Wow. Yeah. Cause if you bump it wow. in the, in the jewelry box or something like that, and the diamond flips over on yeah. the top of your opal or your, or your emerald. Yeah. You could have, you can have a significant scratch. And, and in some cases, depending upon the gemstone, even the metal from the jewelry can scratch the stones. So. Hmm. so a lot about hardness, a lot about toughness, and there they are. So quartz, emerald, opal, uh, the top three gemstones to avoid if you don't want a diamond. Yeah. So consider yourself one. Hey, thanks for hearing us out. If this episode generated any thoughts or questions, reach out. Email cartercast at jacklewisjewelers.com or search for Jack Lewis Jewelers on your favorite social media platform and message us there. Next time on the CarterCast, we stop being negative Nancys and flip it around to share which gemstones you should choose if you're not into diamonds. It's a much more positive episode full of hilarious jokes and interesting tidbits. Afterward, you'll be the smartest non-diamond shopper in your zip code. That's next time on the top three gemstones to choose if you don't want a diamond. For John Carter, I'm Josh, and this is the CarterCast, a production of Joshua 19 on behalf of Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois, and online at jacklewisjewelers.com. 